Welcome to the slaughterhouse. Why should, Why I, should do I do that, that when, when I can I do can this? this? Every time I touch your face. Once again, when the coin is tossed, the man's upon the sea. This is how we folk on the north side. Every syllable must be heard. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hello, welcome to Fred's Trap by Track. I'm your host, Darren. And today we're going to be talking about props and pounds from The Slaughterhouse, recorded late 2000, early 2001, and released on the 15th of May 2001. On the track, it is Prince, along with Kurt Loder, uh, sampled from MTV News, just basically saying nice things about Prince. Um, I'm not, I, don't know, I don't know why at this particular point in time Prince decided he needed a song where Kurt Loder was praising him, but that's what he ended up with. Uh, the track is 4 minutes 38, and joining me to talk about today is Gina Radcliffe. Hello, Gina. Hello. Obviously, the song is kind of like early 2000s Prince, uh, like hip-hop, but with the, the, the wonderful twist that Kurt Loder opens up the song saying, here is someone that's obviously playing uh, rock and roll who is also a funk artist, who's covered a lot of categories that, uh, that which artists have been separated for so long and brought them together purposely. That's like the quote at the beginning, which I guess is true because... Um, you know, a difficulty I have with a lot of Prince songs is figuring out exactly which genre they belong to. Um, so that's that's you know that's not a lie. Um, you know, but then Prince delivers like a kind of really generic like R and B song <laughs> after that kind of bold statement. Um, you know, and it it feels like a bit of a letdown. Yeah, it, I was just gonna say that that exact thing. It's like y- you say all this, and this is what you give back. This, this is what you. This is how you thank Kurt Loader for saying all those nice things about you. Yeah, he he kind of attaches it to the start of a song that is kind of. Um, I don't mean I don't want to say forgettable because I feel like that's a that you know that's that's a description that I've used maybe a little bit too much for some of these songs on on these two collections, but it just feels very kind of rote. It's like. Um, you know, the chorus itself is just kind of this repetition thing with these kind of easy rhymes, um, you know, today, play, say, way, like, it, you know, it, it, and just repeating the words props and pounds over and over again. I guess, you know, um, <laughs> I guess Kurt Loder is the one giving the props in this particular case. Um, but then it doesn't feel like Prince is supplying us with the pounds. Like, it, it feels like, it, like... I don't know. It just it just seems like if you're gonna put if you're gonna put something like that at the beginning of a song where Kurt Loder is praising you so highly and talking about how you mix rock and roll and funk to then kind of deliver this kind of um, you know like boring R and B kind of almost rap thing it just I don't know it it feels like a bit of a letdown and it always it always makes you think that by the end of the song you're like Kurt I think you lie in here I mean like um, you know I it, it just makes <laughs> Kurt Loder look bad you know. Uh, by the time you get to the end of the the song, although this is this is a song that, that was recorded around the time where Prince, um, you know, were was still kind of doing stuff with what would have been the MPG. I think that you know he was he was still at a time where he was thinking about releasing another MPG album, but he never did. Um, so there were a couple of songs from around this time, you know, some of which ended up on Slaughterhouse, um, and you know others of which were on Chocolate Invasion that would have been you know they would have been part of an MPG album. Uh, but in the end, Prince, you know, chose not to kind of. I think there's only four or five songs that would have ended up being on, on you know, what would have been the final MPG album. Um, so Prince would have still had to record, you know, another five or six songs to make up the rest of the album. But he he kind of just abandoned that idea and just never did it. Um, you know, so I don't. I I mean, 
again, this is this is one of those this is one of those times where you know um, Prince is still, I think, as he's recording this, going by um, you know going by symbol. So it's interesting where Kurt Loder actually says the word Prince later on in the song. <laughs> um, well, do we know? Like, do we, I mean? I guess there's no way of telling when exactly uh, Kurt Loder like was like when 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 he was uh, you. Know, recorded saying those things. I mean, I guess it could have been, you know, a few years earlier, um, but just, you know, based on funny, cause he just happened to be like scrolling through, you know, some old clips on TV and says, you know, Hey, wow, that's, I'm going to re- that's really nice. I'm going to make a song about this, <laughs> but then it's, but then it ends up being kind of, you know, you know, second tier level song. Yeah. I, I think it is a possibility that, uh, Prince is, uh, one of those people who, would have had not only an archive of his own music, which yeah, everyone called the vault, but also an archive of any positive press that he had. I'm sure. I'm sure oh, there's sure, someone yeah. in Paisley Park whose like, job was like as soon as Prince's name was mentioned on any TV channel, just to immediately start recording on a VCR and, and then get the copy of it to Prince, so Prince could watch him being praised. Just like a um, just like a digital just a digital scrapbook of how much people love him. Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing that he probably had these quotes probably ready to pull for. I mean, maybe years. You know, Kurt Loder was on. I think Kurt Loder was still on MTV News in two thousand ish, but I I wouldn't want to be quoted on that because I'm I I don't I'm not sure I can remember exactly when Kurt Loder uh, left MTV. Um, although I'm sure there are a number of people out there who would. I feel like it's weird with Kurt Loder where he's one of these people who either people you know would would not know what his name was because they wouldn't understand that MTV in the beginning used to just show music videos, or there are people who probably at the time when MTV started, kind of dismissed it as being just music videos so they don't know who Kurt Loder is. Like, I feel I feel like there's there's a whole bunch of, like, baby boomers who are like, MTV, what is this nonsense? And then there's a whole bunch of millennials who are probably like, I, what, MTV used to play videos? And I feel like there's a very narrow range of people who are like, oh, yeah, Kurt Loder. Um, you know, and they probably still think he's on MTV News. He just, um, he just so. feels eternal. And, 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 like, he was, like, you know, back when MTV was in its early days, he was, like, everybody's cool dad. And, and, and it's it's hard to believe. He's in his 70s now. And, and it is, yeah, it's astonishing to me. Because that, that means that, like, when, when, when MTV was at its peak, he was already in his 40s. And, and, and still kind of, like, the, the, you know, the, the 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 you know kind of the 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 arbiter of you know you know what was cool and 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 happening in music and he was like and now to think of how much you know over the past you know 15 20 years MTV has become very much more youth oriented than ever it's just funny that there was a time when like this 45 year old man was was the uh, was the uh, you know the, the 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 expert on on you know on you know new trends in music I, f- I find it interesting that, uh, like, he manages to get himself, um, like, I-, I don't know, I guess through maybe interviewing Tina Turner, he ends up as her, like, co-writer on her autobiography, which, of course, then turns into the film What's Love Got to Do With It? Um, so, in a really weird way, he kind of, he gets a credit for, like, what was an Oscar-nominated film, um, and as- essentially he only gets that through being, like, on MTV, which I, f- I just think is kind of weird. It's like... Okay, all right. I guess I guess Kurt Loder is the person who probably knows Tina Turner's story better than anybody else. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, I I think the thing with, with Kurt Loder, uh, and also I should say I can't find a definitive point at which he stopped being on MTV News. Um, you know, there's no indication on his uh, on his Wikipedia or anywhere of like when he stopped being the host. 
Um, so the, this could have come from like you know 1982, or it could have come from you know 1992. Could have come from any stretch of time when um, you know Kurt Loder uh, you know kind of praised Prince. Um, but yeah, you know, I, 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 like you say, I, I find it funny that like Prince puts this praise on this song and then kind of delivers a song that isn't really like doesn't really live up to the hype of what Kurt Loder's already told us. Um, you know, and I, again, he, he, I don't know, he, what the weird thing is, he kind of almost quotes himself a little bit because he says positivity is the only way, uh, which I feel is kind of a, uh, you know, quoting positivity from, uh, from Love Sexy. Um, but of course, because <laughs> that's preceded by when he says, why you want to holler when you know what the Bible say, positivity is the only way. So he's, he's now tying it to his newfound, uh, you know, kind of conversion to being a Jehovah's Witness. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a, like a lot of kind of biblical stuff in here where he talks about how you know when the book is opened and the sun condemns them all, pagan holidays, crucifixes, hundred dollar tears will fall. So I, you know, it feels like Prince is striking out in the war against Christmas. Uh, you know, fourteen years ago before anybody else. Um, you know, and he he, he kind of talks about how uh, egotists uh, too proud to say the opposite of found, worrying about the validity of the ruler's crown, like so. I, don't, I guess he's not into uh, monarchies, uh, which, uh, you know, I think most people would kind of agree with. Um, but he, he talks about um, a safe sex campaign talking about a gun with a con as the prefix, suffix be the dom, which he pronounces as dumb. <laughs> <laughs> which, I don't it seems weird that Prince is kind of, I don't know, this seems to be heading for like abstinence only, which I, I don't know. Like, I'm not quite sure what he's saying there, but that seems to be the direction. Yeah. And then, of course, he, he talks about what's in the Trojan horse lubrication, which I got to say, probably one of the funniest lines Prince has delivered in a while. Yeah. So, like, um, the only the only thing that's inside my girl is sunshine. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I guess that's a nice I guess that's a nice thought, Prince. I, mean, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why you're going for the, you know, the little, you know, you know, 85 George Michael here, but you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of, it, it feels like Prince is taking a slightly weird direction, but again, then he brings Kurt Loder back in to say, uh, I mean, he's just one of the greatest live performers there is, but uh, all this other stuff, the attitude going on around it. I mean, you can be a great musician and not have the kind of right approach and Prince, has the right approach. <laughs> uh, I think the gift of simplicity is like a keynote of the art. I mean, he doesn't know when to stop, usually. Um, and then we kind of have the props and pounds gets repeated a few times before the end of the song. But yeah, I, don't, I, f I feel like, you know, if, if Kurt Loder had been quoted in front of like, I don't know, Purple Rain, um, not only would that have made that song super weird, but at least the song would have lived up to what Kurt Loder was saying. As it is, I feel most of this song is kind of um, you know, living kind of like disappointing Kurt Loder, basically. Like, um, <laughs> like Kurt Loder, I, I, feel... I think you sent the song to Kurt Loder, like, I made the song for you, and he listens to it, it's like, oh, thanks, delete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, can I take some of this back, Prince? Can it... I? Can I not say these nice things about you if this is the song it's going to be, you know, associated with? I didn't endorse um, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I like, like I say, I, I, you know, I find it to be kind of one of the lesser Prince songs, and the fact that he has Kurt Loder praising him. I guess if Kurt Loder wasn't praising him, maybe I could kind of take this song a bit more. But as it is, it seems like Prince is doing this really weird kind of like, um, I don't know, abstinence only uh, kind of like. I, I don't know, it, it just feels kind of anti to what you would ex would expect from Prince in the 80s. Like, 
Um, not that Prince was like, I, I don't know, some kind of like huge safe sex advocate or anything, but I feel like there was maybe something implicit in the fact that Prince was best known as a serial monogamist more than anything else. <laughs> like, he wasn't the kind of person to be just, you know, he had he had girlfriends for a couple of years at a time. Like, he wasn't known for like having a number of one night stands. Um, so I don't know. I, I just it just it kind of goes a little bit against the image of Prince being a bit more kind of like sex positive, and it just feels really weird. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. The whole kind of con with dumb. It's I don't know. It just the whole thing is kind of weird. So I'd have to say for me, probably no more than uh, two out of five. I don't I don't find it to be a particularly good song in terms of like the musicianship's okay, but there's nothing particularly kind of there's no really kind of good hook to kind of take you into the song, and then you know the Kurt Loader stuff just makes it super weird. Yeah, it's um, it's a as you said, it, yeah. The, the word I would keep looking for is let down. So I, I would say I would I would say a solid no more than two. Yeah, uh, Prince didn't perform it live, which I guess is not a surprise because. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess unless Kurt Loder was going to come out live on stage and repeat all that, he just comes yeah. out every every show and just <laughs> says the exact same thing. And the microphone just walks off the stage and comes back on like three minutes later, or better yet, just, yeah. just stands there and waits for him to waits for a chance to talk again. Against a green screen with just the the MTV News logo like, <laughs> rotating around it. Um, yeah, so that would have been worth seeing. But I, I, I mean, I think that the, you know, this is around the time where Prince wasn't touring a huge amount anyway. So by the time he started touring again properly, you know, we're talking about musicology, and you know, then he's got an album out, and you know, he concentrated on musicology more than that. So it's not a surprise he didn't play it live. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I don't, like this is a kind of weird time for Prince. You know, he's he's kind of between albums, he's between contracts. He doesn't he doesn't seem to kind of have a solid direction, and he just kind of you know puts out these songs. And, you know, I like that he kind of experimented a bit and, you know, decided to use samples of an MTV VJ. But at the same time, like, it doesn't live up to those words. Um, and it just kind of feels a bit, a bit like a bit of a disappointment, really. Um, so I feel like we said about as much as anyone's going to say about Props and Pans. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Gene? Uh, I am the co-host of the Kill by Kill podcast, uh, in which we talk about horror movies uh, according to the characters. Uh, I also write about... Um, Pop culture, old TV, and movies at uh, GinaRadcliffe.com. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, unless, of course, you are Kurt Loder. By all <laughs> means, Kurt, do email us and let us know what you think about this song. Uh, thanks once more for being my guest here, Gina. Thank you. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.